What do you mean? Just take it easy. I finished my fucking sandwich. <laughs> Seriously. I'm starting it like this. I'm starting yeah. it. We haven't, we haven't been. My, right. Oh, let's just roll. I'm like, I'm like, oh, God. She was just the dude from that thing you do right now. Yeah, he's egg salad sandwich hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> What'd you get? Is that an Italian? No, it's a veggie. A veggie. Grilled no. veggie? Nice. At least I didn't put ketchup on it. Fucking Russ. What happened, man? Did you get, like, abused by a priest or something? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, well, you're expressing it in your sandwich choice. Neither of you have tried it, so... Mm. There's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you should try it. You don't put ketchup on pastrami. I also don't put ketchup on tuna, because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's not the same thing at all. Yeah, it almost is. No, it's not. Yeah. You know what it is? Uh, yeah, see, I can smell that. I can smell the ketchup and the pastrami. Ladies and gentlemen, it's we're disturbing. Back. We're back. Fucking, can I finish my fucking sandwich? Jesus. All right, I'll roll the the theme song. You finish your sandwich. Oh, that's not gonna give me enough time. Thanks for tuning in to, uh, no, you don't really tune into a fucking podcast, do you? You just listen to it whenever, at your leisure. Thanks for listening to Long May You Young, uh, one of the only two podcasts about Neil Young still operating out there, although uh, I, I haven't heard from Joel. Have any of you guys heard from Joel from Don't Be Denied podcast, our French counterpart? No, but then again, we haven't recorded since. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We haven't recorded in a long time. Yeah, long, we took a we took a summer break. You know, pe- people have kids and and bands and other jobs and things like that. So we've decided to have a teacher schedule. Right, we exactly. We take the summers off. Occasionally, we'll do like a summer school episode. So this is all bonus stuff, basically. Well, if this is really a, a teacher's uh, schedule, uh, we'd be, you know, being like we'd be the waiters at some brunch somewhere or bartenders yeah, at this point. That's what teachers do during yeah. the summer. They work their other fucking jobs. Well, we're, we are working other jobs besides this. Yeah, we that's basically true. have a teacher salary. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> pretty this. much. Right. Yeah. We got to buy our, all our own materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very, we're very much like teachers. <laughs> we're just teaching you about Neil Young. That's right. Congratulations. Please uh, raise your hand if you have a question. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. My name is Mike Shu. The, uh, that's the Condon so- brothers, Luke and uh, Russ Condon are here from the band Town Meeting, who have been very busy of, of late. You guys have been very busy musically, which is nice with Town Meeting stuff and solo stuff. Yeah, and, it was great. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Crammed all our shows into uh, June and a little bit of July, and they were a ton of fun. Right. Saw some youngsters out there in D.C. and Philly. It was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. You guys have a new album out? We do. It's called A Boy, A Bear, A Beast, A Bone, A Mouse. <laughs> that's real. He's not joking. <laughs> don't Don't ask. <laughs> That's the real name of the album. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. We it, we had a lot of fun making it. Uh, got a lot of really good feedback from a lot of the Long May Young people. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and if you're if you're listening, thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate it. While we took a break. Um, and Mike, you have a new album out. 
Yeah, I have a new album out. Yeah, it's called Nobody Puts Fucking Ketchup on Their Pastrami Sandwich. This is really bothering you. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> it's like the, the hair on the back of my neck is, is standing I don't up. know what we're leaving in before this, but this is the third or fourth time he's brought it up. I can't. Yeah, uh, very, it's uh, just, you, very, Russ, you're, you're just freaking me out, we, man. We started the day off. We went disc golfing together because we haven't hung out in a while. It was great. Went over to Meadowbrook and Sterling. Mm-hmm. And then, Beautiful. Uh, we stopped at D'Angelo's on the way back, and yep. Mike and Russ did, brought back some subs. I got a nice steak and cheese. Mike got a veggie. Russ got a pastrami. Russ made the odd choice of putting ketchup on his pastrami, and Mike is he's holding a knife to Russ's throat it's right really, now. It's, it's weird. really infuriating <laughs> when people don't respect meat like that. <laughs> Seriously. Like Mike, you respect your respect meat. Me, I respect yeah. all meat. Any meat I put in my mouth, I make sure there's tons of respect before I... If there's one yeah, thing I put it in my body. me and Russ talked about before trying to figure out who we should ask to co-host this podcast, it was you because of how much you respect meat. That's it's like right. Universally known. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You know those animals died for us, so don't desecrate their carcass by putting ketchup on it. Okay, Listen, unless it's a hamburger. Oh, I was talking about your meat, like your your. The dick. only thing that bothers me. Oh, I don't put ketchup on that either. Have you tried it? No, just mayo and. Possibly some barbecue sauce. The only thing that bothers me about this is that you don't get as upset at Luke when he puts fucking mayonnaise on his meat. Well, that's he, if he that's hadn't. Not true. He does get mad if he does. If he has an Italian sub and he puts mayonnaise on yeah, it, yeah, that's what I mean. Then he's. Uh, I did. I've ripped him for that. That's complete. Mm-hmm. Like that's right. just horrible. That's awful. Yeah, that's, you're a terrible person. That's really not no good. You should register on some kind of uh, condiment offender website, both of you, or at least walk around the neighborhood and tell people that you what you do, like they hey, do with listen, sex offenders. Shoot, we can't all get paid to do hot dog tosses all the time. <laughs> I toss. I I was catching the hot dog, by the way, for the record. I wasn't tossing it. Okay, my partner was tossing it. I was catching it. All right. Um, this Those is- were jumbo wieners too. They're not hard to handle. Uh, for those of you who, nice. who don't know, Mike uh, obviously is a DJ on the Pike in Worcester, and he gets into all sorts of weekend shenanigans. Right. Uh, we tried to break a record for the longest hot dog toss into a bun, which is 168 feet. That's pretty. Well, impressive, we didn't actually. make it past 160 feet, unfortunately. But um, did you make 160 feet though? That's pretty. good. No, we did about one. It was like 158. You know why? Because your radio partner Adam. Doesn't watch, doesn't even know what Breaking Bad is. I don't even get me started. That's almost as bad as putting ketchup on your pastrami. So how could he be good at anything else? Seriously. He doesn't, Russ, not that he's never seen it. He didn't know what it was. He didn't, he he said Breaking Bad. That's a movie, right? Or is that a TV show? Jeez. Really? Yes, really. That's not the guy I want catching my hot dog. Right. Well, he was throwing the hot dog. (laughs) Either way. I I was trying to catch it, but. (laughs) I don't want him tossing or catching my meat. Yeah. I don't, I don't want that guy anywhere near my meat. <laughs> right. Or or anywhere near me. Driving, you know, taking, hey, hey, taking Darryl, care of my family. They're back, and they're just talking about meat and they're shit. Not, yeah, that's yeah. right. And Breaking Bad. It's I, got, I love that show, Daryl. <laughs> you know who else does it? Have you seen that thing going around? Uh, did you ever see that Anthony Hopkins letter that he wrote to me? Oh, yeah. Isn't that amazing? You think yeah. that's real? I looked it up. Yeah, on Snopes. It's got a true. That's great. Yeah, it said it's the best acting he's he's ever seen right we got that letter from anthony hopkins when was it like a year ago about this podcast right. saying he just said please stop yeah <laughs> this said, is you're, terrible you're i don't even know why i'm listening yeah. to this i thought you were going to talk about neil young but all you no. did talk about was semen no and i thought fucking... i thought he liked it he said he enjoyed the podcast with some fava beans and a nice <laughs> a nice key <Chianti. laughs> 
<laughs> All right, uh, we're back, obviously, and you can tell we're back in, in true form because we haven't talked about Neil Young in the past five minutes on a Neil Young podcast. Uh, we haven't Eight talked minutes. about Neil Young at all, have yeah, we? No, not at all. Uh, today we're going to I be... I think the uh, most Neil Young that was mentioned was that we're a Neil Young podcast. Right, that's about it. Yeah. We, so we'll talk about Neil, but what have, what, have you guys, what, have we been up, what have you guys been up to? You know what I've been doing what? since the last time we did an episode? Not listening to Neil Young. Really? That's what I've you been doing. You didn't listen doing. to Toast at all? I did. I li- dabbled in it a little, and I said, you know what? I'm going to take a full break. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to totally I, cleanse the palate. I've been listening to the new Soulfly album, which is fucking sick. Really? There's another band I love is okay. uh, The Nude Party. Luke, yeah, I got you, you listening to them. them. They're good. I, Luke got me to listen to the new Dawes record. What's yeah, it called? Something in Doom Scrolling? Misadventures of Doom Scroller. It's the best album of the year. I don't know about that. It, it's pretty good. It's, and it's all their best album. To. Yeah. It sounds like they've been listening to Steely Dan and Crack the Sky. Yep. And maybe a little, uh, I don't know, a little E Street Bandish. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. They need a sax. They have no, a saxophone, don't. actually, don't they? They have no. a sax player. I thought they had one in no. one of their songs. No. no. You should tune into our Dawes podcast more than you would know more about the band. Is that the one that jumping up and down on Jackson Brown's dick? I thought that was my <laughs> oh, that was Dawes yours, podcast. That's right. <laughs> no, it's the album of the year. The that song, uh, someone else's cafe. It's the best song of the year already. I'm already calling it. It's the summer of Dawes. Dawes okay. Rules. Okay. Uh, it is pretty good. I like it. So I, I like it better than anything else I've heard from them in the past. That's fair. Yeah. It's um. No, I've been listening to to Dawes, the new party, and then like a, a lot of sad, sad boy, <laughs> like Charlie Hickey, stuff like oh, that. Oh jeez, yeah. that's too bad. And then I keep going back to the Killers. That record they put out last year still gets me every time. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Russ. Uh, yeah, a lot of Dawes. Um, well, just a lot of the new album. Oh, what have I? What have I been up to, or what have I been listening to? <laughs> yeah, what have you been up to? Oh, okay. I recorded. Uh, yeah, my I put out my a single from my solo album. Um, I'll be putting out another one sometime. Soon. And where can people find that? Everywhere now. Yeah. So. Wherever, even Spotify, even even the demons. Really? Yeah, yeah. Even the demon <laughs> spot. I still have Spotify. <coughs> I don't have the paid account anymore. I don't use it. I dumped it. Yeah, I yeah. just use Amazon Music. I That's use, all I use too. I yeah. use Title, but not all of Neil's stuff is on Title. I mean, why have the archives? So it doesn't matter. I don't. I yeah. I only listen to Neil on the archives. Yeah. I haven't listened to Neil much since the podcast either. Since yeah, I, mean, I took a full kind break. Kind of intentionally. Yeah, me too. I was like, I got to take yeah. a full break. I did dabble in Toast as well. I, w- I went through Toast. I popped Barn on, and then I uh, yesterday I listened to Noise and Flowers. How was that? I haven't it's even good. had a chance to listen it's to good. that yet. Yeah, they, they, he has like the... It's fun. He has like that's the song on there right now. It's Yeah, it's and it's Promise of the Real, and they're just Yeah, it's fun. great. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I got to say, though, it's been a while, so I got to ask, boys. How's the business, Neil? How's the business? <laughs> Neil. Yeah, so we're going to cover... Uh, How's the business, Neil? Two, uh, two live archive <laughs> releases. Uh, Tonight's the Night Live at the Roxy and then Songs for Judy. Yep. Two very different albums. Yeah. Um, yeah. Paired but, well together, though. Yeah. I really good. enjoyed listening to these two. Yeah, these are... I would the, say they paired better than Pastrami and Ketchup. Oh, what doesn't, really? I don't know. I don't know. You know, Ketchup on a Hot Dog, that could be worse. I don't even put Ketchup Actually, on a Hot Actually, that, that isn't worse. I think Pastrami and Ketchup is the worst. You really don't put Ketchup on your Hot Dog? I don't put Ketchup no, on my Hot Dog either. No. I put Ketchup on a Hamburger. Mustard and onions. That's it. Yeah. Unless you get, like, a specialty dog. So what, what, what do you do? Mustard and relish? 
basically like if I can get like a cheese, like cheese on it too. Or yeah. sauerkraut. On a hot dog? Yeah. A little sauerkraut on a dog. Like a cheese like a cheese sauce. No, yeah. Okay, cheese sauce, sure. Or cheese. Cheese dog. <laughs> hey mm-hmm. hey Daryl, it really doesn't take much to get him off track. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, This could be a sh- this could be a quick one. We could do a quick one. <laughs> no, it's it's my You're the one that brought it up, man. Well before we get into Neil I know the science of how to eat a hot dog, we can do that if Hold you got on. four hours. Before we get into Neil, and we will get into Neil, we promise. Do you do a toasted bun if you can? Oh yeah, um, Butter, yeah, sure. Buttery toasted I prefer bun. I prefer just a plain bun, yeah. not toasted. Maybe maybe a little steamed. I've heard that. About I like you. steamed hot dogs I like too. Bun. I like a steamed dog, a wiener. You like it in a fake baseball helmet? Is yeah, that that's right. Hot dogs. <laughs> okay, just yeah, a, we're covering we're covering Roxy and uh, songs, for, songs Judy. for Judy. Songs for Judy, and these are part of the uh, live archive release. And uh, um. You know, I'm a huge fan of Tonight's the Night, and I love Live at the Roxy, though. I might like that better than actual the actual album Tonight's the Night. It's really good. And it's basically what they do. They play it live all the way through. Yeah. There's that one thing at the end, which I'll, I'll talk about later, but um, just a great performance. It, it's got, a, it's got a, sli- a slightly different vibe than the album. It's different. Even though yeah. the album was recorded live also, and we covered that in that episode, that they, they would get friggin' tanked before they went in to record, and they basically were doing that with this album too. This was like 73. They haven't even they hadn't put the album out cuz as you remember they shelved tonight's the night. Well yeah, and he even says like we're going to play some new ones and then he plays like Mellow My Mind, you know. Right. So. And it's just he well, he plays they played the whole album. Nobody's yeah. heard any of this music before. This was like the opening night of the Roxy too in Los Angeles. So it was their inaugural show and on this tour and we've talked about this before on the Tonight's the Night episode. These guys were fucking wasted. I mean, they were like doing everything under the sun. They were drinking tons of tequila. Well, the more they drink, the better we sound. That's right, according to Nils. No, it's the faster you drink, the better we sound, and that's the truth. Yeah. I feel like Russ is kind of nailing these little side impressions so far. Um, So, like, that that tour was, you know, and they did a whole tour for Tonight's the Night doing this. Yeah. And then they end up not putting the album out. Of course, <laughs> they go back in and they record. Uh, they record uh, on the beach, and then they did homegrown, right? And then well, they, I'm glad they did that because on the beach is right. Yeah. yeah, and then eventually, like two years later, they put it out. But they did this yeah. whole tour and this whole like concept of so crazy. of uh, Waterface. That's what, like was his character, and, and he would Miami come out. Beach thing, he, yeah. yeah, he tried to make it like as cheesy and as sleazy as Welcome possible. Welcome to Miami Beach, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so like thank my <laughs> managers for introducing me. Yeah. And um, Russ, you're three for three on these. I don't know what's going on. It's but been, it's, it's been, been so it's got that. Whole, these two albums have that in common. These two releases, where he's kind of poking fun at the old school entertainment establishment, especially the old school like Hollywood establishment. You know, and this one, he's like, "Welcome to Miami Beach." Mm-hmm. It's a, my name's Glenn Miller. Yeah, you know that kind of old. And my name is Glenn school, Miller. Yeah, the old school thing. And uh, but I think I prefer this to. Tonight's the night. Just the, really? perf- the performances to me are a little better, even though they're both live, basically. Yeah. But but yeah. this is like live without a net. I, I love this. I, I feel like they're two sides of the same coin, but I think for some reason my brain goes to Tonight's the Night. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah. I, I just I think this is better because he's... I like the interaction. There, there's yeah. more humor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the whole... And that story, you know, in the beginning when he's like... You know, the first uh, topless woman up here gets one of these boots. So they had these like knee high glam rock 
boots they had nailed to the side of the piano. If yeah. you look up pictures of this tour, you see Nils at the piano and then all these like long, like bedazzled boots. <laughs> High heel boots, nailed like David into Bowie, the piano? nailed into Uh-oh. the side of the Leo piano, right? Oh, yeah. nails! Oh boy, I didn't mean to say that. I got uh, a nail story oh, after no. this, but so that was the deal. He would say, you know, the first topless woman up there. So this was like the first night that they were playing for this t- for tonight's the night. And at the time, he was married to Carrie Snodgrass, and she immediately gets up and starts taking off her shirt. And I believe it was Elliot <laughs> Roberts who like grabbed her and said, "No, no, 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 no." Jesus. Not you. He didn't mean you. So yeah, can you imagine that if she got up on stage topless to grab one of those boots? What would <laughs> Neil? Fucking awesome. What would Neil have said? You know, like Elliot Roberts have, may have saved the tour at that point. Yeah. You know. That's wild. That's what was going on between them and everything. I mean, I, I think at that point their marriage was was starting to fall apart a little yeah. bit. I'm and, just looking uh, at a picture from the tour. Yeah, you'll see it. All these boots. Fucking like Ben, man. Ben, nailed up. Ben and, looks great, too, in the, bucket, oh, yeah. in the full, bucket hat. Full 70s wasted vibe. And Neil. Neil. Yeah. I like this look for Neil, too. The, oh, yeah. The water face. That's, the, that's what he's doing in uh, Human Highway, right? In Human Highway? Well, Human Highway... Well, like when he didn't go, have that look, but he's... No, when they go to the... Sh- when they cut to... like Yeah, Waterface is his like, rock star. Yeah, yeah. Rock star guy thing. Those pants, though, with the fucking... Yeah, it was a seersucker, seersucker suit or jacket, and then the Elvis sunglasses. Yeah, didn't bathe, didn't shave, didn't cut his hair. They were all just like the scruffy, wasted gang, and it just added to and the whole Billy atmosphere. And then Billy Talbot's got like a like the vest and the yeah collar. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted to make it as sleazy as possible. They had palm trees on stage because we talked about this during tonight's the night. So it was a big production. Um, I love the Bill Graham intro too at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. You know, thank you for waiting, ladies and gentlemen. When they say that, you know he's gotta be like two hours late. Oh yeah. Out of the stage. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I just I love uh I love that. I also is that my headphones that's doing that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm hearing it too. I don't know. It's annoying. Um but I love the contrast between that and then I love that Songs for Judy is just it's just, I don't know, like a. That was when, obviously, they all probably waited too. But I love that Roxy is is the show, and Songs for Judy is all the pre-show. Do you know what I mean? Those yeah. acoustic things he would do, yeah. before. And I just feel like they just really it was it was kind of great listening to both of them at yeah. the same time. Yeah, it's a great mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Live at the Roxy was what seventy three. Or seventy four around then. The Rock, yeah, the Roxy was seventy three. Seventy three, and then Songs for Judy is, I believe, the seventy six tour when yeah, he first got back with Crazy Horse. I think that was the tour for Zuma. I'm thinking, because um, Zuma came out like in seventy five, probably. And so, in this at that time, like between those years, so seventy three to seventy six, you know, he did. Uh, he did a ton of, of stuff. Yeah, like yeah. he were like I said, he recorded tonight's he did tonight. The didn't put it yeah. out. He did on the beach. He did homegrown and he shelved that. Right. Yeah. Um, he did hitchhiker. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. What did he? Was uh, it? No, he did hitchhiker. Yeah. 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 He, that was one of those sessions where it was a full moon and he got with Briggs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he gets back with Crazy Horse here to do to do this tour. The interesting about thing for songs for Judy was this was. Something that was put together originally by Cameron Crowe, the writer and director. Really? 
Yeah, he was on. This is when Cameron Crowe was like music journalist for Rolling Stone, and he was—I don't know how old he was at this point. Maybe like nineteen years old or something. He was still a teenager, I think. Yeah. And he was with this photographer, Joel Bernstein. Is that what like Almost Famous is based? on? Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. wrote Almost Famous yeah. and, and directed it. Yeah. He also directed Singles. And, yeah, yeah. And Neil um, liked him because his last name is a bird. Yeah, so that's pretty out. obvious. Yeah. Luke, jeez, come on. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, that's good. We need a train reference and a semen reference. We'll be back in the saddle. Time fades away as well. 73. Yeah. Right? So there was a lot. This is like premium, like prolific Neil Young yeah. time. And he had just told Stephen Stills to eat a peach a few months earlier before mm-hmm. this crazy horse okay. tour. So he did Stills' Young Band and that big piece of shit. And... Um, <laughs> Did a bit of a tour with Stephen Stills. So, yeah, this is where he does the whole acoustic set beforehand, and then Crazy Horse comes on. And um, I was wondering, because I was looking at the uh, the playlist for this, and there's not a lot. There's maybe one song from Tonight's the Night on there. There's not a lot on the beach. There's n- nothing from Zuma. And I'm thinking, oh, well, Crazy Horse is coming on to play afterwards. Right, yeah. So he's probably saving that. But apparently he was playing different songs every night. And there's a few songs here on songs for judy much like live at the roxy that people have never heard before like white line is one of them he didn't record that until ragged glory right but it's a great i love it acoustic yeah yeah what's the one from um freedom oh too uh not too far gone uh oh yeah what is that one uh, it is too far gone is it is that it is yeah i think he does like a pumped up version on freedom right I couldn't remember. I'm like, this sounds familiar. I don't remember what it's from. Also, that noise that keeps buzzing, I don't think it's showing up on the recording. I oh, think okay. it's just in our headphones. No, you're right. That is freedom. Yeah. Um, and then Give Me Strength. That was on Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker, yeah. You know, and then what else? There was another one on there. Oh, No One Seems to Know. Right. And that was the first appearance of this song. And so, you know, the, again, it's Neil throwing a lot of stuff out there. You know what's great? You listen to the crowd on Songs for Judy. He's throwing out these tunes that nobody's heard before. Also, when he does... And the crowd's going sick. That's when people used to love... When, the, when an artist would go, you want to hear some new stuff? And people would people go sick. actually liked it. Yeah. You know, now it's like, you want to hear some new stuff? And then that's when everybody goes, get, 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 get a beer. They go to the bathroom. Right. You know. Uh, when he does Love is a Rose, when would they have heard that? Or would they have thought it was Dance, Dance? You know what? It's yeah, it's almost the same thing as dance. It dance. is the same. Yeah, the same. Uh, but love is a rose is on homegrown. Yeah, right? but they wouldn't have. They heard wouldn't have that. heard. The, but he, they that act didn't like get released till a couple of years didn't ago. Didn't it end up on Hitchhiker too? Love is a rose. No, no, I don't think so. I have no idea. Who knows at this point? We should know because we do a Neil Young podcast. Yeah, but it really though. all just blends together. <laughs> well, there's just too many of these out al- like these two. <laughs> you know? There's too many goddamn albums. Yeah. Um. Here, hold on. I'll look it up right now. While you're looking it up, I'll... oh, it's on Decade. Yeah. Love is a rose is on Decade. Yeah. Huh. So the, yeah, I, I guess... feel like I'm forgetting more Neil than I'm remembering. And Decade was yeah. 74, so I guess they would have heard it. They would have known it. Yeah, he did it for Homegrown. They put it on Decade. Um, I threw this out. So we, I only announced a few hours ago that we were recording today, and people must be eager to talk about this because we already have over 15 comments. Jesus Christ. I'm not going to read all of them, obviously. We don't even have that much to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> That'll be the episode. I'm just, I'm just going to go down. Jeez, okay. John Locke has a lot to say about these two. Oh, boy. Holy shit. But I'll start with James Clark. Uh, Roxy has the best walk-on I've ever heard. Stage patter is priceless. 
Love this alternate tonight's the night. Songs for Judy, stage patter also priceless. Um, intro slash too far gone is the best thing on it. The rest is fun. Listen to them both a lot. Um, he goes on. From that's a, that's also the common thing about these two releases. They are definitely fun, They're Neil. Fun, yeah. Like Neil Young is is loose and funny. Everything the record company said he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Neil Young is not fun, but he is on these two albums. He's super loose. Yeah. He's wicked wasted. Did anyone see the email we got? No. It's John Garrett. Hi, guys. Have you given up on the Neil Young podcast? Oh, no. It's been a long time since the last one. Maybe Neil's release schedule is outpacing you and you have realized that you will never get to the end. It <laughs> could be something <laughs> yeah, to that. That's yeah. true. Whatever you have for plans, thanks a lot for taking the time to do this series. It's been a blast. Regards, John. Nice. Well, thanks, John. Um Yeah, John, if you want more content, go to patreon.com slash town meeting. Not not a there's a bunch more, of stuff from a... on Patreon, I think, from like Ricky Harvey and Craig Bitch and John Locke and Yep. Yeah, don't you have to mention Craig Bitch? Oh yeah, Bitch? Craig Bitch, John Locke, and um Mark Ray. Thank you for being top tier patrons. Yes. Patreon.com slash long may you young. All kinds of good stuff. Thanks for there. being patient. We um, appreciate that. So speaking of John Locke, uh, I'm John. Relax. I'm not reading all this stuff. Um, here, he writes, here are my thoughts on Miss Judy. I feel like John is just smoking weed and just writing about this. I love this record because it's an official release of the legendary Bernstein tapes co-created yeah. with Cameron Crowe. I obtained a copy of the Bernstein tapes back in my 20s, but the quality is terrible, so it's great to hear it in all its glory. Now, is it Bernstein or Bernstein tapes? Because I've heard both. Like the Berenstain Bears? Thanks for grabbing that one. Okay. Nice. Uh, <laughs> what can be said about Neil Young using the unreleased classic Like a Hurricane used to open A mm. Man Needs a Maid? Just pure perfection. That is beautiful. Uh, I got so excited when I heard that. So let me ask you about that, because I yeah. know you wanted to talk about it. Do you think he had already written Like a Hurricane, or do you think he was obviously Man Needs a Maid had already come out? And that maybe he had written that for A Man Needs a Maid, dumped it, um, when Nietzsche was like, no, we're going to do it like Disney songs. And then he just kept, he couldn't get it out of his head. Because doesn't he say, like, I can't get this out of my head or something Yeah, he like says, that. I just can't get this out of my head. I thought the story was he wrote that during the Zuma sessions after they went out to a bar and he met the, the woman that's supposedly the, uh, the subject of the song. But that and then riff. left, and then they stopped, and they stopped at some cliff on Malibu, like a, like a hurricane is and did also a on decade, and did a bunch of did a bunch of coke, and he wrote it on some like wrapper or napkin he had in the car, or something like that. So people at the Judy Show would have would have heard everything on decade, right? Probably because decade came out November twenty ninth seventy five, and the Judy Show was seventy six, right? Yeah, I thought decade yeah. was until seventy nine, seventy five. So people people would have heard decade for sure, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. I would assume so, right? Uh huh. But right. Hurricane, no, that's good to know because a lot of songs that weren't anywhere else were on decade, right? So and Hurricane what, later showed up on uh, Stars and Bars, but it was on decade. Hurricane was no, Hurricane was live Rust, and that was seventy nine. <laughs> Seventy-eight. You know what? Let's just start from the first album again. Yeah. we got <laughs> Well, this clearly... is a very you know this the the seventies Neil. So much stuff came out, and a bunch of things he recorded that he didn't release until recently. Because when you type in on the archives, they have that thing where you can type in, mm -hmm. and it shows you where the sh songs are. And that seems to be the only spots where it is. Right. 
Yeah. So, so they, I don't think it was on Stars and Bars. Um, John. Yeah, yeah oh. it was, wasn't it? Let me go to Stars and Bars. Well, you're looking it up. John Locke says a bunch more about that. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he does say... Um, yeah, that's weird. Why is it? Yeah, it is. What is that? He he. John John Locke says this is easily one of the best of his twenty solo acoustic shows that he's released lately. Yeah, I agree, John. Yeah, I agree. It's just a lot of fun. He's super loose on all of them. You know, I think telling Stephen Stills to fuck off maybe gave him a little boost. Oh, see, in his to, attitude, you have to click albums. Um, that's what it is. He has a lot to say about <laughs> Roxy yeah. too. I'm not going to read all that, but he does. John Locke does say. How many hours do you plan on talking about Nils playing on Speaking Out? His, <laughs> his brother Nails would be so proud if he ever listened to this record, right. but I know that I don't he think never it's will. his brother, is it? I don't know what we'd established. <laughs> it's like a half-brother, isn't it? Yeah, this podcast, much that. like Neil Young's timeline, we're not <laughs> right. experts on either. Yeah. You guys know better than us, probably. All right, I'm just going to sidebar into a quick Nails story, if you don't mind. Okay, all right. So... Uh, Nail, Nails Lofgren. Nails Lofgren, uh, his, uh, I don't know if you'd call him his manager. His his best friend, John, is also one of my best friends. Uh, John, he loves climbing. He loves a rock gym. He loves horror. He loves uh, all kinds of weird, creative horror stuff. Like that guy, Joe Bob Briggs, he like has his mm. autograph stuff. He has Shudder, all that stuff. Anyway, Shudder put out a documentary on the band Guar. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> Did I tell you any of this? I don't know. So I went over John's and we watched this doc. And in typical John fashion, he spends the first 20 minutes, we're just hanging out in his kitchen, and he just tells me the whole documentary. And then we watch it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's the thing John talked about. Oh, yeah, like the whole thing. So then after, he's like, yeah, I just, I don't know how I was never into Guar. They've been around since I was a kid. I don't know how I miss them, but I'm way into them now. And Russ, you know when John gets into a thing, he oh, gets yeah. into a thing. Yeah. Anyway, he texts me uh, at about a day after this, and he goes, hey, uh, Guar's coming to Worcester, so we should go. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, do, Are you familiar with a Guar show? Yeah, you're going to get like blood thrown on you. Blood, fake semen. Yeah. Mike apparently has been to like 20 years. Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen them a lot. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so he said, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't really seem like my thing, but may- maybe. And then the next day, hey, I bought you a ticket, so whenever you can Venmo me 40 bucks. <laughs> Jesus. Right? <laughs> so I guess I'm going to see Guar in October. My thing with Guar is I don't know how venues keep booking them. I, I think they might be playing the Hanover Theater, which can't be true. No, that can't be true. It's, it's got to be, be the Palladium. Palladium. Okay. Yeah. They basically put plastic on everything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It is. It's amazing. There's so many bodily fluids being flung into and all over the crowd. It's it's a giant show. It's fantastic. And I think you would like it. So You're going to enjoy yourself. So many members. And I think Neil was definitely a member at one point. Yeah, that was their short uh, um, Guar railroad tour <laughs> where they would come out on a on a space train and the and, train would eat the and, crowd and the train would just like plow over a bunch of guar slaves i think they called themselves be... odorous trainerous <laughs> oh god <laughs> stupid guar i don't want to make dumb guar references on no we won't anymore. we won't yeah but you, you're gonna have a good time they put on a good show i think yeah i think the name of that album was living with guar <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> excellent <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, it annoyed me that he bought a ticket for me, but it'll be fun. It will be fun. Yeah, yeah you're going to love it. Speaking of that, I bought you guys tickets, so whenever you can vent Great, thank you. Right, so. awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. We don't need to get into each song. Oh, hold no, because no, we've more. covered most of these songs. 
Um, sorry, a few more. Mikey Long, live at Roxy is incredible. It adds an upbeat party vibe to the dark and hopelessness of probably my favorite Neil album. Roxy in the day, studio for the night, FNM. I kind of like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree, because it's, it's a more, I don't know, it just, it just seems a little more upbeat than the, the actual studio album. Um, Anthony Miglieri, oh, says, <laughs> sorry, Anthony, uh, tired eyes at the Roxy rips your heart out. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Kent Smith, Ben Keith on Roxy is all that needs to be said. John Locke responds to that by saying Russ is going to be gushing about him. That's true. <laughs> and he looks fucking awesome, too. Um, Tom Sclafani. We got a lot, hey! of, hey! a lot of Italians listening to the pod. Rest in peace, Tony Sirico. Happy oh, yeah. Feast of St. Agrippa. Since we recorded a lot of... Yeah, there's uh, been some more deaths. Yeah, James Kahn. That's right. Yeah. That's right, Polly Walnuts. Polly Walnuts, yeah. yeah that's what yeah. you said, Tony Sirico. That yeah, sucks. Sucks. Ew. Oh, and uh, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Yeah. We, I, I thought... Did oh, we? No, too many deaths. Have we recorded since Ray? I thought... I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tom says, if you somehow manage to condense tequila, crystallizing it into a solid flat disc, and you drop the needle on that disc, it would sound like Live at the Roxy. <laughs> yes. I fucking love that's that. Yeah, great. that's a good <laughs> description of it. Yeah. Yeah. Although he seems a lot more wasted on Songs for Judy. You think yeah, so? He does he's, I think he's he seems, high. Oh yeah, mind. that's what I'm saying. He's high as a fucking kite, man. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Do you think that Judy's story was a, just a funny story, or do you think he actually, actually hallucinated and saw Judy in the pit? He says you don't have to believe him. <laughs> I, I believe him. I just think he was trying to come up with some weird story to confuse people. Like yeah, he usually he does. Fucking Neil, man. You know, that's what he does. That's... I don't think you heard me. He reached inside me. <laughs> inside me. Yeah. He's funnier than on that one. What was that one? Was that... Uh, that was one of the archives. That was like Cellar Door. They're all one yeah, of the archives. Something like that. that. Yeah. But he's much funnier on this one. I think he's awesome. Actually, and then... Um, that reminds me. Where, how far in are we, Luke? We're About a little more than a half hour. Okay. That, that, I feel like this is a good time to tell you guys that uh, it's nice to be here. It was nice to be here earlier, and it's still nice to be it's here. It's still nice to be here. <laughs> ne- Neil Hedberg. <laughs> I'm going to start using that at shows. I loved that. Just, just start stealing everything. <laughs> it's nice to be here. <laughs> it was nice to be here earlier, and it's still nice to be here. <laughs> Neil Hedberg, just doing Mitch Hedberg jokes in a Neil voice. <laughs> I used to do drugs. I still well, do. No, that's what he said. He says that in the rocks. I know, that's, but that sounds like a Mitch Hedberg joke. Oh, yeah, joke. yeah. I love how he dedicates... Um, oh, uh, yeah, roll another number to the cops, that one. That one, and then uh, um, after the gold rush... Oh, on this one's for all the freeways in Texas. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I think it's because, I don't know, it's an environmental thing. I don't know. I didn't it's understand just, that one. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get yeah, that one either. either. And he, he was referring to Jimmy Carter, right, when he was talking about the new president? That would have been... No, Carter was later than 76. that. 76. No, that was... Was it that Carter? Was, that was Carter, yeah, I believe. I yeah, because... Yeah. No, because Reagan was 80. Right. His boy, Reagan. Neil's boy. <laughs> That's right, his boy. Yeah, Carter took over in 76. So Yeah, I think that was... Here. But yeah, that's interesting, the stuff with the, yeah. the references he throws in there, like in Pocahontas yeah. or John Ehrlichman and the first family. All yeah. that stuff was very, still very raw and current. Watergate, that whole thing, because yeah. that had just happened a couple of years earlier. 
Plus, you're and then and then songs for Judy. That whole, you know, obviously you guys weren't alive, but I remember in 1976 the bicentennial was a huge deal. Oh uh, yeah, that was a gigantic thing. They yeah. had logos everywhere, and I remember was, I saw Rocky. I know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, right? You saw Apollo Creed dressed like George Washington. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Living in America, but uh, so that—that's oh, that you know that was, that was where four, the but yeah. I'm just where the whole that's the whole vibe right there. But um, do we want to talk about the Bernstein tapes? What those were a little bit? Yeah, so that was like that was Cameron Crow and it was, it was Joel, his guitar tech, right? Guitar tech and photographer. Okay. Um, and so him and Cameron Crow just took the recordings and they made a tape for themselves of what they thought were the best moments from the acoustic parts of the of the tour. And then somehow that got lost and ended up out in public, and so there were several different bootlegs and stuff. And so they kind of recreated of what? The, of this, the, the, the Bernstein tape. No, I know. Of what show? Of the Songs for Judy. It's oh, a compilation. Judy show. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, so what they did was they recreated that using the tapes from the actual shows. I think the only thing different is that they put them in chronological order. Yeah, they seem to be. They from the beginning to the end of the tour. Yeah. There's a few Boston songs in there. What are the Boston songs, uh, Luke? Boston you looking at that songs, right now? Uh roll, roll another number. Yeah. Um Journey Through the Past, Harvest, and Campaigner. That's nice. a good that's a good good collection. Wait, so was were was Cameron Crowe like on tour? For yeah, them? he was covering that. He's you know, he was a journalist, like mm. when he was 15. Yeah, right, right. Um, so he was on this tour. Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman sent him on the tour. Right. He told him not to get <laughs> yeah. be friendly with the rock stars. <laughs> and the Band-Aids were there, yeah, and the he, whole deal. He almost slept with Carrie Snodgrass. Right, yeah. <laughs> Billy Crudup showed up <laughs> and was still somehow the same age. <laughs> still water opened a few shows, Yeah. <laughs> Jason uh, Lee before he got into you know all the Kevin Smith movies. So that bootleg was going around, but like John Locke said, it sounded you know it sounded terrible because it came from a cassette oh, yeah. that they had made. And so uh, if you go to Neil Young Archives and you go to the article section for Songs for Judy, they'll show you the the J card for the cassette and the the cool. order of the songs and stuff like that. Um, that's really cool. So yeah, that's it's, that's the interesting part of this. This this wasn't these weren't tracks chosen by Neil. These were tracks chosen by Cameron Crowe and hmm. Joel Bernstein. Did did he do a full acoustic set, or would he just do like three or four songs before? No, shows? he did like a full. It was just full opening set, and yeah. then Crazy Horse was the scene. right. Was, that's. That's that was a pretty common thing. I, I don't know. Neil. Yeah, I don't know if that was the first time he did that on this tour, but that's that was pretty common. You know, live rust. That's what that is. That whole rust never sleeps story came out. And yeah, I mean, he kind of did that when we saw him, Luke, with Promise of the Real. Yeah, but it was, but it was like four or five songs. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it was great, but he did a similar like organ thing for after the Gold Rush. Yeah, it would have been cool to see him do Man Needs a Maid, but. But that was that he just that's something he kept doing, yeah. like the full acoustic set. And you know, if you think about that, that's cool because then he could do stuff. If he was with Crazy Horse, he could do stuff from Harvest, yeah. you know, and Comes a Time and stuff like that. And then he could do the full on electric yeah. Crazy Horse stuff, you know, after that and do the long jams and right. things like that, you know, and get get some of the hits out of the way from Harvest, which he does on Songs for Judy. He does. Um, 
Heart of Gold early in the set, right? Yeah, he, he does Harvest. He does Heart of, Heart of Gold early, and then Harvest yeah. later. And then so Man if, Needs a Maid. If you guys on. could, like, if you only had one oh. night, you're launched back to either one of these, and you get to see the full Crazy Horse too. Would you rather be at the Waterface shows, like with the Santa Monica Flyers, or would you rather be at the these the Judy ones? I'd rather be I'd be with at the tonight's the night shows. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather be at the Waterfish. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. The Santa Monica Flyers. Yeah, because you got Ben Keith. Yeah. 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 And Plus, the, that was a speci- that was like a real. Yeah. That was a real specific thing, thing. for them. It was a, it I, wasn't yeah. just like them playing it up. That was like Neil's idea. We're gonna be this band of sleazy guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we're gonna be like act like we're part of the Hollywood establishment or whatever, and be. Yeah. You know, yeah, my, the whole Miami Beach thing and, right. and everything. And um, I would have liked to have seen that. I would have liked to have seen that as the people there, like mm-hmm. hearing that stuff for the first time. Yeah. You know, at some point on that tour, I would have liked to have seen that. I know. You know, that and him just going so cool. going through all that stuff and just completely brand new stuff that yeah. was, just, and it's tonight's the night, you know. Interesting thing about tonight's the night, I think we covered it with, with either. On the beach or the Tonight's Tonight episode, he has Walk On at the end of yeah. Live he, at the Roxy. And yeah, I think he, he wanted to do that originally. I think Walk On was something he had recorded and he wanted to put at the end of Tonight's Tonight to yeah. kind of give this, like, okay, well, life still goes on yeah, kind of walk thing. On. Yeah, Walk On. Right, yeah. Move along. Let me extend that question. If you could pick any era, album era, of Neil to see him tour. Would it still be one of I'd these two? I'd still go 70s, yeah. Would it be one of these shows? Mm. Trans. Yeah. Trans tour. St. <laughs> Louis. That's not true. Saint, the St. Louis show. I, I think it would I think it would <laughs> Landing on water. I think, the it, I think it would still... It would, it would be a, it would be one of these Tonight's the Night ones. Yeah. I definitely, yeah, because I'd have to yeah, say that. Right. And because it's still intimate-ish venue, you know what I mean? Yeah, the Roxy's not a huge place. No. Yeah. But like, because no, yeah. if you go like time fades away or whatever, then you're in a, a I don't want to see, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, the only I've already seen him in a fucking amphitheater. I don't need to see him in an arena. Right. I mean, I, I will, because that's all you can get now. But like going back and being able to see him in an intimate yeah, you know, yeah, oh, God, and that yeah. band, the smell, and yeah, yeah. with fucking Ben Keith, Ben and, Keith and Nils, and you still have crazy because you still have Billy and Ralph, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's it's, it's still crazy. It's That's, still this cra- is yeah. my favorite. This is my favorite. It's crazy horse. It's Ben extended. Nils, and then two of the crazy. And I mean, they are crazy horse because yeah, that kind of he yeah, built them. Build they them are. that. Yeah. yeah, and actually, that is crazy horse because now crazy horse yeah, is Nils, is Nils and, yeah. and Ralph and Billy. Right. right. You know what I mean? So then you just have Ben. I think that would be it. I mean, of me all too. the eras. I think yeah. that, that would be it for me too, yeah. You know, I just, I would also... Those warm-up shows for the Ragged Glory tour, though, that yeah. might be a close second. Tell you what, though, you throw in a fucking, a Rusty somehow in there, if he gets, if he can get on stage, <laughs> then I'm fucking sold. Who? Kershaw. Oh, yeah. Oh, my okay, God, yeah. right? That'd be fucking nuts, yeah. dude. Oh, He's yeah. playing like a saw or something. <laughs> <laughs> with his suspenders. He'd be up there like with some kind of portable stove <laughs> frying up like <laughs> yeah. trout, yeah. you know, and some, serving some it to the crowd. Yeah. He's got like red beans and rice yeah, on the side. Like he's making a gumbo. Who's hungry? Yeah. All right, I got Fritos. I got red wine. Yeah. I got red beans. I got some smelt. 
smelt. <laughs> and some honey. I've never had honey smelt. slides. Yeah. You never had smelt? No, they have it at K's down in uh, Gardner. I've oh, never, really? Never they serve it, it at K's? Yeah, they serve fried smelt. My dad would bring home smelt and fry it up, and it was delicious, but it made the house smell for a week. It's it delicious? Like, it's called oh, smelt. Oh, it was wonderful, yeah. Smelt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it just like sardine-ish? It's, it's like a, a larger sardine, it but it's not like gross. a sardine from a like, can. It sounds like It's different. Sounds like something Dean would eat. D- Dean loves he's yeah, loves I bet smelt. He does. <laughs> and then he always his saying was dead as a smelt. Smelt delicious. Look, man, that's dead as a smelt. That's <laughs> what he would say. Um you wanna Well talk- what would be yours, Luke? Any era? Yeah. I think I'd agree with you guys. I would like to see I would I would love to see almost like this evening with Neil where he does a full acoustic set and then comes out and and rips. But th- it'd probably be this era. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd like to see like I I'd love to be at Massey Hall. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, that's such a great show. But it, at the same time, I don't know. I just like this Me too. particular band. Yeah, and there are other there are time. like some of those solo ones from early that I like. They're so great, right. and he's so funny. But even later, but I, I mean, you can't pass up for me. I can't pass up. Ben, no, you can't. Crazy Horse Guys right. and Nils. And, I also can't get away from '90s Neil right now. I keep going back to Broken Arrow. I keep going back to um, yeah, fucking. But the, again, in the '90s, he's in arenas. I know, totally. Mm-hmm. I no, I agree with you. I just, uh, I don't know. '90s Neil like won't leave me alone because it's so goddamn good. It's great, yeah. yeah. He really came back hard. Yeah. Actually, I changed my mind. I wouldn't. I wouldn't see any of these. I'd go back and I'd see Candy Bar. <laughs> <laughs> right on this stage, yeah. right here, ladies and gentlemen. I had to look up Candy Bar. <laughs> Set of tits on that one, huh? Yeah. Oh, right? you looked her up? Huh? Yeah. Come on. See, that's that's another thing. It's like the seventies <laughs> <70s> vibe. <laughs> Don't the say set of tits on that one. Hey man, one. we're doing a water Why? face podcast. We're gonna be <laughs> yeah, sleazy guys. Neil would Neil at, Neil's the one that asked for the first topless woman on stage. Yeah, that's true. Right? Set of tits that's on that one. That's what it was one. all, all <laughs> about. Come on. Wrong with you. <laughs> Fucking candy bar. I'd definitely be with the International Harvesters on Nashville now. No. That's where I want to go back to. Boo. I'd be the only Asian in the whole <laughs> building. What if that wasn't true? What do you mean? What if it, it was, was just a, a room full of Asians. It was just yeah, some what, some tour group. <laughs> yeah. No, they just love Asians love the International Harvesters. That's it. You know who the you know who the Asians love specifically the Taiwanese? Oh. They love town meeting. They do. They love the song of New Hampshire. Yeah, they love that. That's very weird. To them, New Hampshire's probably this romantic place. Oh, wait, is that true? That's like one of the Spotify things? Yeah, isn't that like your your highest stream was for New Hampshire, and it was in Taiwan, right? Yeah, yeah, West is our highest stream, but New New Hampshire is the second best, and we never play it at shows. We don't promote it, and for some reason, Taiwan, they friggin' love. They love New Hampshire. Hmm. Um, They're probably thinking like New Hampshire's like this magical place. It kind of is. Yeah, I guess so. You know, the old man on the mountain. Oh, he doesn't. Well, he's not hey, there come on, anymore. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. They love his movies, right? <laughs> uh, there's, uh, you know, Nashua. Yeah. That's yeah. a good Yeah. Story. Yeah. Uh, you know, Salem. Oh, yeah, Salem, New Hampshire. A lot of great shopping. Mm. There's Concord. Right. Yeah, Concord. Yeah. What's that record store in Concord? Right downtown there. That's Concord a, Records? I, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it's Empire Records. Is it Empire Records? No. Okay. Is it Rex Manning Day it's today? Rex Manning Day. <laughs> oh, you brought up a White Line earlier, Shoe. Yeah. Re- I really yeah. love the transition from Heart of Gold right into White Line. Yeah. I love that song. 
Yeah, it's a great song. I, yeah. I prefer the Ragged Glory version, but this one's this one's really good. I just really like the way he transitioned. Like, yeah. it's, it's literally he's playing the chords at the end of Heart of Gold, and he just goes right into it. It's awesome. I can try to play some of this. I just I feel like we're having so many weird audio issues. It's just go back. It's because we haven't used any of this equipment in like months, and it's kind of a mess in here. Are you, uh, go back to the GarageBand thing just to make sure you're. Yeah, we're recording. We, no, I know, us. but once you start playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there it is. What do you think? You were saying white line? Well, a heart of gold into white line. Yeah, that's a cool. Let me see. And, of course, people are going to go nuts. Right. You know. I'm just fast forwarding to the end here. For a heart of gold. I've been a miner for a heart of gold. So good. I came to you when I needed a rest. You took my love and put it to the test. So where was this? Was at the Phil? No. Uh, uh, songs for Judy. They they took it from the whole tour. Oh oh oh. Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. That's but these are bigger. These are bigger. Yeah. Rooms, these are bigger for each, right? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. was like the full on Crazy Horse tour. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys want to talk about like highlights, or do you want to jump right to top three? Um, or I mean, highlights might be top three. You want to start with Roxy? I don't even think I did a top three. I feel like you could pick one on the fly. Yeah, I'm sure. I have a top three in mind for Judy, but Roxy, I don't. Um, I don't know if I picked a I know top three. Walk on yeah, I, I is either. on one. You could pick a top three just raps. <laughs> yeah, like candy bar rap number one. Candy bar two number two. <laughs> All right, let's play. Let's play. <laughs> well, the 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 whole story about Judy Garland appearing in the anyways, in the orchestra yeah. pit. You know, candy that's bar was here. You know, so everybody knows <laughs> you know, how guilty we you know. are already. Yeah, man. Ben. <laughs> you may not remember Candy Bar. Candy Bar. I suggest you read up on it. Read up on Russ it. did. He read up on Candy Bar. Hey, Candy. I Googled it. Hey, Daryl. <laughs> did you know Candy Bar? Candy Bar. Play, play, uh, play some of the, the Judy story. I want to hear him. How's the business, uh, Neil? <laughs> you should just open the show with that. Yeah. I just have this song i got to sing for you. It's kind I of a long. It's kind I of long. Listen to him. Listen. He sounds like Luke on a Friday night. <laughs> oh, I know all those old songs. Really, I still know the changes. I know the changes. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I feel I like when he goes, "That's not or... it. That's not it." Yeah, yeah. He goes, "It's gonna be a long night." Oh, I love yeah. it when you, uh, you know, you ask me for those old songs and everything. But no, he doesn't. It's funny because <laughs> what keeps you alive is what kills you. You know, if you get no. too much of the old shit, you know, it's yeah. That's right. That's good. That's yeah, good. man. So here's a song I wrote especially for you, especially you loud, boisterous mothers out there. Boisterous I mothers. I can hear you. <laughs> just pretend that? you can hear that old pool hall clanking in the background. <laughs> he literally just, he literally was just like. Uh, uh. <laughs> 
That old pool hall. He doesn't. He doesn't play it. He's like. I know you can relate to this song. It's a song I wrote about myself. I love that. Too far gone. I know you can relate to this song. It's a song I wrote about myself. Even though there've been maybe nine songs with the same title in the last yeah. two years, I don't let things like that bother me. <laughs> I don't let things like that bother me. If I'm too far gone, I got the right to say it, right? Right to say it, right? That's right. <laughs> Sounds like Ozzy a little bit. Just checking with you. Just checking with you. It's because of this abyss here. Because of this hole between us that I have to keep. All right, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. Re- reaffirming our. It's, so it's like almost there. there but. Just uh, checking with light you. Light up the pit, please. Yeah, light up the pit, please. Can we get some sun on that? <laughs> That's what he says in Roxy. Well, anyway, I want to tell you, folks. <laughs> you don't have to be able to see me to hear what I'm saying. What I'm gonna tell you is I saw. <laughs> Judy Garland saying. down there tonight, earlier. Earlier. She earlier. was wearing a red dress with red lipstick. And a long jacket. And she had some you know, uh, little bit of music with her right here. Uh, right here. One of those uh, music <laughs> folios. It said, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. He doesn't say portfolios. A little portfolios. looking up at me with a blue sky behind her. And there she was, Judy Garland, in a red dress with a piece of music. And she looked up and she said... How's the business, Neil? How's the business, Neil? How's the business, Neil? You don't have to believe me. How's the business, Neil? Think about it. The, both of these albums have that theme where he's kind of making fun of old Hollywood and the old Hollywood machine, how it would just eat people up and spit them out. And that's kind yeah. of like, he's always been, that's always been something he's kind of, I don't want to say obsessed, but he's kind of focused on. You know, that's what Tonight's the Night is about. You yeah. know, with with uh, with Danny, Danny Witten, mm-hmm. and and uh, Bruce Barry. <coughs> Excuse me, Jesus. I'm sorry, Bruce Barry. Was that <laughs> was Bruce that the, Barry? Sorry, did the Hollywood machine just get you? I know the Hollywood <laughs> machine's listening in. How's the business, shoe? How's the business, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> And then the you know the whole George Burns thing. I was and just going to say, what did you just have a big George Burns? I had cigar? a big George Burns cigar. <laughs> Pretend this is a big cigar like George Burns. Yeah. You know that's kind of a common thing of him. It's like yeah. it's the how the business like just eats up people yeah. and just like throws them away, right. scatters them, or just tosses them away. You know, like they were just they're used up. And uh, so the both of these albums kind of have that thing. Right. You know, with this Judy Garland story and, yeah. and him taught he comments on it throughout the whole thing, like those comments about, you know, that old shit will eat you up and and everything. That's another like Russ Never Sleeps reference. Like he just doesn't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again. Because mm-hmm. right. that's what got Judy Garland, you know, right. and then got her addicted to pills and then that was that was the end of her. Oh, that happened to her? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um so yeah, actually, there's... I think I think what killed her was ketchup on pastrami. Wouldn't surprise me. That almost killed me, and I didn't even eat any. Do you have an actual beer? Do you want a Mick Ultra? No, that's not beer. Do you have a Skelter? Mick Ultra. Does anyone think Mick Ultra is actually beer? Do you have any Skelties? I got a Skelty. Yeah, I'll take a Skitty. Oh, no, I got two Skelties. Whatever. I want a Belgian White. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shrouded Summit. All right. Oh, Ghostfish. Where are they from? Far gone. Oh, Seattle. Uh, I really like Mellow My Mind, too. That song just always gets stuck in my head, man. Yeah. Always. Um, well, we got drugs and we got booze. So. I love um, the banjo version of Human Highway. 
That's great. Yeah, that was cool. That's excellent. Me, I think I might actually prefer that. Let me hit a little. That might be my favorite version. No, of my that favorite song. version is the one we've talked about. This that I, I found. I showed you. Uh, I think it's it's either Stills or one of those dudes singing harmony with him, and it's oh fucking oh right. It, yeah. Was that on the Deja Vu like 50th anniversary deluxe? Let me f- version. Let me see. Seems every time I try to, to record this song. Someone stepped in. Stepped in. And stopped it. Just to make this a real Long May You Young episode, that's totally about Crosby Stills and that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right? And stopped it. And stopped <laughs> it. Oh, he goes like down he, and, and stopped, stopped it. it. Steven Stills. Yeah, I forgot about this. I like this a lot, too. Isn't that great? It's yeah. just perfect. It's perfect. I got on the human highway. You just forget how long this album Take is. So. Fountain, take my eyes from what they've seen. Take my head, change my mind. How could people get so unkind? So I would say that's my favorite musical moment on that record, and then the Judy Garland hallucination story at the beginning. So the Too Far Gone. Is my number easily yeah, my it's number all, it's one? Really good. Include yeah. like the songs for Judy intro and then into Too Far Gone. I just love everything about that. I love the song. Um, hu- this Human Highway might be my number three, and then my two is Give Me Strength. I f- fucking love Give Me Strength. It's just a great song. That's a good one. I'm gonna yeah. hit, I'm gonna hit a little Give Me Strength right now, real quick. I actually kind of want. I know we've already done this because, like I said, we talked about it. But I kind of want to hear that Human Highway again. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I on, think it's on the Deja. I think Vu. it's on Look Out for My Love. Oh, okay. I'll find it. But we just did this because we just did Hitchhiker like a few episodes ago. It's like three months ago. <laughs> I just, I just love classic. Fucking can feel it, Neil. Too much more. Um, I'll go to that deja vu thing, Russ. But this is the. I don't think it's deja vu. I, I could be. Shoe might be right, but I, I think. It's yeah, I thought it was like um, a version. I oh. think it was on the deja vu. I'll it's play this song, uh, for while we're while I'm looking. This old song, it's sung a lot of times, but it keeps coming back at me. Yeah. I think it's the lookout for my love thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like some other. I love that intro. It's, yeah, it's so awesome. heavy. Yeah, it's great. It's just evil. And it's evil just like sounding. That, that first sound just. Yeah. Whoa! What the fuck was that? You know, it's just grab. It's just. 
And I think it flows right. It's really nice going into Man Needs a Maid. And I love that yeah. version of that song there. I love the acoustic version on, what did we talk about recently? It was one of the acoustic records, but um, but this one might be my new favorite version yeah, of Luke, A Man if, Needs a if Maid. If you go to the little key thing where you can search, do you yeah. know what that is? Yep. Type in Human Highway. I think it's the fourth one down. It's either the fourth one down or the second one. I can't remember. I do want to say this hasn't booted me off yet. That's good. Um, it's like the it's a picture of him and this one. I think it might be. Yeah, I, I, we, I remember we talked about this. Yeah, I think it might be this. I come down. Yeah, this version's better. On the misty mountains, I got lost on the human. I think I feel like I've slept and then on like this song forever. There's like a little forever. bit of a dobro or slide. Yeah, it's really nice. Comes in. Every new version I like better. Like the softer the song gets. I I never really like this song. Like on Comes a Time, it's fine. It's also the most ironic thing that he named that weird ass movie after this like <laughs> very kind of folksy song. <laughs> well, it's the it's the journey, Luke. It is. The That's journey. what it's about. It's the journey. Um, should we play a little bit of Speaking Out since someone mentioned Nils on that? Yeah, yeah. Speaking Out! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the playing on this is fucking... This whole album.
I don't know if it'll come through like the way we're hearing. Yeah, it's it, doing that dumb audio thing where it's cutting parts I'm, out. But. So the reason why we uh, haven't ever gotten to that version is because it's from Neil Young Archives Volume Two, Disc Nine. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll figure it. <laughs> it's called "Look Out for My Love," uh, and I'm pretty sure that's actually C- that's Crosby, Stills, and Nash singing him. Right. Him. Well, he. But originally Stills, wanted to do that with those yeah. guys, and they just, uh, for some reason, that's why yeah. he kept saying on this one, someone always shot it down. Yeah. But uh, Stills plays the bottleneck slide guitar on that, I'm pretty sure. That's what he's credited nice. as. Nice. That's another one from, well, the the I would assume, I, I can't, f- uh, it's got to be like 75, 76... It's an archives thing, so but again, just a whole bunch of shit in that time frame, you know. Right. I mean, he was super the, prolific. The cover though. is him and Billy singing into the same mic. All right, so it, let's say we <laughs> right now we just did these two albums together. Next would be Tuscaloosa. You'd think we're pretty much done because Tuscaloosa was like 2018, I think, or was then. There's Colorado, Homegrown. Like, how much are we going to do? Like, that? but then there's Return to Greendale. There's The Times. There's another Tonight's the Night. There's there's just so many fucking Neil albums. But we are coming there's down the home like, stretch. None of, a lot of these aren't, like, original. Like, it's not like... Right. A lot of them is the stuff he had... Right, ha- unreleased. You but know? I think we should definitely do Tuscaloosa. Colorado is original. Colorado, homegrown. We should do. Yeah, homegrown. The times. You're not going to leave all this in, are you? Yeah, us planning. Yeah, I'm uh, a, I mean, well, who cares? Yeah, no, seriously, don't <laughs> right. leave this. All right, all right. <laughs> um, we should definitely do like Tuscaloosa and Colorado and homegrown. I mean, as far as all those acoustic albums, unless there's something that's like so. Yeah, you know that's so amazing, or just like it's. Oh, I, I'm I, I brought this up because there's just so m- that person who said who emailed us like this. He just keep he just keeps putting out right. shit. Right. I think it's unless it's a studio recording, something that's never been heard before. You know, we should definitely talk about it. Yeah, barn that type of thing. Yeah, barn. So it'd be yeah, it'd be like it would be Colorado. Um, I guess homegrown, but. No, yeah, we, we should definitely yeah, we do should absolutely should talk about the times. Yeah. It's just wild to me that we're we're getting close to the end. We're like not the end of the podcast, but kind. It's just I don't know. It's just interesting to me. Yeah. Really did take a long time to get here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we take summers off. Right, that's true. Um, did you guys have any like highlights, top threes, anything like that? No, I think I'm good. I mean, just it's you know these two albums together, like you said, are great. Um, I think that um, it's just both of them, Neil sounds like he's having fun. You listen to something like Massey Hall, which is such a great recording. It's maybe my favorite acoustic, Neil, but um, it sounds really really subdued. Mm. Like the crowd's super quiet, as opposed to this one, which is these are are like American crowds, mid-70s. They're drinking friggin' mad dog and smoking tons of shit weed. (laughs) <laughs> and whatever else they're doing, you know, and they're they're wild and stuff like that. I, like especially songs for Judy. Yeah, it's like it sounds like things could get out of hand at any time, which is great. He never seems to get pissed off at the crowd either. No, like, no, he kind of puts it nicely, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Which a lot of people would. A lot of people get pissed at the crowds. Right. When I saw Ryan Adams at the Wang, which I'm embarrassed to say that I did, he got so mad because people were talking and yelling. It's just, it's just, it's an annoying Stop thing. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. They're not, you're not up there playing Tchaikovsky. Right. You know, it's, you're, yeah. how did you get to that point? Right. How did Ryan Adams get to that point? And also, he played fucking you- shitty bars yeah. and fucking open mics where people were probably throwing shit at him. You know, so get over it. You know, yeah, and also how, you're probably making at least a hundred grand, right? So at just the wing, yeah, more just, than that. You know, just do the show. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> so yeah, no, I like these two. If I had to pick one, I kind of lean towards Songs for Judy. It's me personally. Yeah, I might lean towards. I don't know. The Roxy. I think I lean Roxy. But. Yeah, just like I love Tonight's the Night so much, and I yeah. love this performance. Um, so that would that would be my choice. What What do we got next? I guess it would probably Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. Okay. Which again is kind of a. Well, we did Time Fades Away. That's true. You know that's the same tour, right? Was it? Yeah, I believe it is. The album cover for Tuscaloosa is one of my favorite things. Of what Neil's Neil ever jumping? Done. I just with his hair. I just think it looks so fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. But then this is uh, technically didn't we? This is no. So this is that's the Young Archives Volume Two. Tuscaloosa is. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, Tuscaloosa oh, was its own release. No, yeah. Yeah. There's two different things. We'll yeah, talk sorry. about Tuscaloosa. There's two different things. Uh, In classic Neil style, there's two different. They look exactly right, the yeah. same, but right. one of them's in archives and one of them's yeah. Yeah, Tuscaloosa then Colorado. But, all, but yeah, all the songs okay. are songs we we already have. And I believe when we started the podcast, Colorado was the most relevant album. Or, I mean, the most recent release. So we started this no, podcast. No, the Times would have been. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But no, but yeah. Homegrown no. or Homegrown would have been. Colorado came out like. Yeah, it was 2019. And we right. didn't start till. Homegrown came out after we Just started before recording. the pandemic, Colorado came out. Like, right. Before the pandemic hit. So Yeah, so then it would have been Homegrown. Homegrown happened after we started recording. Yeah. Homegrown, was, yes. yeah, it was June, June of 2020. Yeah. yeah. All right. I feel like we're all, ex- I'm exhausted. I'm yeah. just exhausted. We've yeah. been disc golfing in the sun all day and eating subs. It's a good way to prepare for a podcast. <laughs> really well, well, thank you very much for sticking with us, though. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. We love you guys. You and can the- check us out on social media. We're on Let's Facebook see. and uh, also at Long May You Young on Twitter and Instagram. And thanks to our patrons. i re- taken a month. Without any content, I thought we would lose a lot of you guys, and you guys stuck it out, and it's just really cool. The uh, I put out a little bonus thing. I don't know if I even told you guys. Uh, Tim wants to do a Seely Dan podcast, so he pitched it to me and got a lot of fun feedback from, from the youngsters. So. <laughs> so we might do that. Also, I, I would love to thank uh, the, um, the folks over at boldfoot.com who make amazing socks. I know we haven't uh, did an episode in a while, but they're still one of our sponsors through the Pantheon Podcast Network, 100% American-made, grown here, sewn here. 5% of all the proceeds go to veterans' charities. So go out and get socks at boldfoot.com. Nice. There you go. That's cool. You got you got any? any no, no, I have, they haven't sent me any. That's okay. I love a good sock. I'm going to go. Yeah, these are supposedly some really beautiful socks, and uh, they last a long time, and it goes beautiful to... Beautiful socks. They are. They're beautiful socks, and, uh, and uh, you know... I'm more it, of a low-cut Connie guy, though. I like a low-cut. Yeah, I like a low-cut. When you wear sock. beautiful socks, you feel beautiful. That's the important thing. When you hit a certain age, do you have to really get the high socks? 
With the garters? Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. I don't know if I'm at that age yet. You're I was not. I was at a baseball game last night, and uh, there was a guy there, all white, white like polo shirt tucked into his white shorts, and then he had the white socks pulled up to his knees, and then the white mall walkers. Yep. You know, and I'm like, how long? How long? And my daughter looked over, and she went, oh, my God, look at that guy. And I said, listen, honey, if you love me, if I, if I like, come out of my bedroom dressed like that, the first thing you should do is kick me right in the nuts. Yeah. Kick me, punch me in the nuts, just throw me down the stairs, and don't let me leave the house dressed like that. <laughs> Unless I'm wearing bold foot socks, yeah. which are uh, which yeah. American-made. Of course. Yeah. Proceeds go to veterans. You can't That's go right. Home. Yeah. So don't, don't kick me in the nuts then. Nice. All right. Well, it was good to do a live one, even yeah. though we had some this was good. audio issues. I think, I think it went well. All right. The next one's uh, going to be Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. All right. And then we'll do a bonus one at some point in between. What should we talk about on the bonus one? We'll talk about it after. We'll figure it out. We still have promised them to do the Back to the Future thing. Right. Yeah. That's coming. That's coming soon. It's coming right around the bend. We're going to do Back to the Future 2 with Mike. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nice. All right. Good. See you guys. All right, guys. Thanks. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.